There's just something about a big bitch on a zipline. I can't look away. It's mesmerizing. That's mean. I know that's mean. Welcome to the show. This is the I Can Complain podcast. My name is John. And I know that's mean, but that's my life. And I'm not going to pretend like this happened years ago. This happened mere weeks ago. A few weeks ago, your boy John here, guess what he spent his afternoon doing one afternoon? He spent his afternoon watching overweight individuals zip line. That's what I did. I don't know what you do with your afternoons, but I know what I do with my afternoons. I spent five hours one afternoon, not too long ago, mind you, watching morbidly obese individuals climb to the top of a structure, snap on a harness. At that point, the fear would rush over them because they realized that there was no structural inte- integrity. They realized that they were harnessed in and that they were going to go down what, what equivalent? It's the equivalent to dental floss at that point. It was like watching bowling balls being suspended by dental floss. And that's what I spent my afternoon doing a few weeks ago. I don't know what you do with your time, but that's what I do with my time. I go through phases. Deep into quarantine in 2020, guys. Deep into quarantine. I had a week where I was into scat forums online. Yeah, guess what? I was into scat. I had a six-day scat excursion. That's what I had. A six-day scat excursion online. If you don't know what scat is, look it up. It's people shitting on people. I'm not even interested in it. I'm just interested in the people that are interested in it. So I spent a week online at the scat forums. Again, I don't know what you do with your time. That's what I do with my time. Last night, I laid down for bed. I ended up laying there for six hours. No, it probably wasn't six hours. It was five hours. I laid down there for five hours last night in this bed, on this shitty-ass bed frame that the old man gave me. I laid there for five hours last night, and I went down a rabbit hole on MH370, the Malaysian's airplane. The Malaysian Airlines airplane that went missing in 2014, I believe. Some of the details are sketchy. I was half asleep. I binged two podcasts and then I downloaded an audiobook that's 17 hours long and I listened to three hours of that. Most people think the captain hijacked the plane, put it on autopilot, and flew it into the sea. Although very little debris has ever been recovered, oddly enough. So he must have gracefully landed in, in, in the middle of the Indian Ocean. So I go through phases. And sometimes it's weird, sometimes it's scat. Sometimes it's crime shit. But I go through phases. And I'll tell you guys a phase that I'm in right now. It's a fat phase. Now, wouldn't it be incredible if I was gaining weight for the last 12 months? Just so I can make cheap fat jokes here on the show. Wouldn't that be funny? Hmm. Well, guess what? That's what I've been doing. I've been packing on the pounds, ladies and gentlemen. So I can make jokes like I made to enter this show. I'm not going to talk about fat people without actually being fat, so I can, I'm can. i making it official here on the show today, here on Tuesday, September 13th. I'm officially overweight. And so that opens a whole new realm of jokes to me. So just get ready for them. Get ready for jokes about fat people. And I don't have any in my repertoire because that's some low-hanging fruit right there. The big bitch on a trampoline. Oh, not. Oh, that's good. That's better than a zipline, maybe. 
I should look up those videos now that I mentioned that by accident. Maybe that's what those. That's the only jokes I have in my fat people fat joke rep, repertoire. I think I don't really have any fat jokes. I have to come up with some. Thankfully, though, Hot Chef Summer is over. It's official. I'm marking it official as well. I'm officially overweight, and Hot Chef Summer's officially fucking canceled. It's over with. Hot chefs across this nation have been cooking in short, cut-off jeans for the last two months ever since the bear. The bear. Um, now available for streaming exclusively on Hulu, ladies and gentlemen. That's the bear. Which I'm not going to talk about, by the way. But Hot Chef Summer's officially fucking over. There's been chefs cooking in cut-off jeans. They haven't even been wearing aprons this summer. That's how. That's the kind of Hot Chef Summer that's been going. But, yep, that's right. They're cooking in cut-off motherfucking jeans. And they're some of them are ultra skinny, too. And those cut-off jeans are so tight on their hips. Have you ever seen somebody that is so skinny... That their stomach is uh, a—it's almost concave. That's what a lot of hot chefs have been cooking in this summer. Pants, cut off jeans that are so tight that their stomach's actually concave. So the jeans actually stick out. They don't, they're not equal with the skin. There's a little space. And in that little space, there's been a few splatters of hot grease on some dicks this summer. That's what I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, that there is a little passage for grease to pass through, and there's been some cocks splashed with hot grease this summer. Because it's been hot chef summer. These chefs went weeks without bathing. They were either cooking chicken tenders, or they were getting ass. That's the only two things chefs did this summer. They cooked chicken tenders. They mixed they mixed ranch dip and honey. They were probably just mixing honey mustard dips and making chicken tenders and dropping fries in the grease. That's all they were doing all summer long. And, and the moment they got off work, it was cigarettes and sex. And that was all summer long. Inspired by the bear. Now available exclusively for streaming on Hulu. This is not a paid promotion. They went weeks without bathing, though, guys. There were some filthy fucking individuals cooking your food this summer, and thankfully that's over. Now, it's still the same people cooking your food. They just won't be preoccupied by sex anymore. They won't be getting a blowjob between dropping your chicken tenders in the hot grease and pulling them out of the hot grease. And if you don't think there's been a few chefs that have gotten a BJ while the tenders are in the basket this summer... You haven't been out. You haven't been around to these restaurants. And I've seen a hooker actually go into a, not a kitchen at a restaurant, but a manager's office. I've seen that before. So there was a precedent for this. And I, I saw that in the summer of 1996. And I never thought I'd see that again. I never thought I would see open sex paraded in restaurants again in my lifetime. But guess what, guys? Guess what I saw this summer? I saw greasy, unbathed, unshaven, long-haired chefs across this nation getting ass, and God bless them. But guess what? That's over, ladies and gentlemen. That's fucking over. That ship sailed. I'm sure it'll come up again when season two of The Bear, now available for streaming exclusively on Hulu, I'm sure we'll have another hot chef season when season two comes out. But for now... Chefs, put your dicks away and get back to cooking food. It's not even the cooking the food that's the hard part most of the time. It's actually acquiring the ingredients. I was in the grocery store this past week. 
I went back. I went back to the grocery store. I've had bad experiences in the past, but I just keep going back because I continually need to feed myself. But I don't know, guys. Do you ever look at people and you go to yourself, uh, I don't trust these people. That's what I said in the meat department. I looked at the jokers in the meat department and I said, I don't trust these people. That guy there, I don't trust him. He threw the fish in my bag. I ordered some fish. I got some fish. Some uncooked, raw fish. And he threw the fish in the bag so carelessly. The fish was wild caught. Probably flash frozen. Only to end up thrown in a plastic bag in a shitty supermarket meat department. That's sad. I got home, I immediately put that fish on my counter. And I thought that the trash smelled bad. And then I opened up the bag and it wasn't the... It was the fucking fish. I looked at those guys and I said, I don't trust these guys. And I still bought fish from them. It's a lesson. There's a lesson in this, ladies and gentlemen. And that is... Don't trust your local fish market people if they look shady as fuck. They're probably backing a truck in and getting that fish three days old. That's what I experienced. So what did I do for dinner that night? I didn't have any fish to eat. I think I had a little steak. But then, and my fat people know what I'm talking about. My fat people out there will know what I'm talking about. When I talk about pouring liquid butter... Over top of popcorn, like microwave popcorn, that is already labeled as movie theater butter, you melt a little liquid butter and you pour it over top of that shit. My fat people out there know what I'm talking about. It's like triple buttered popcorn. It's actually somewhat wet from the butter that you've poured over the top of it. And it's disgusting. And I was so disgusted with myself. Guys, we, we need to go down a different path. You know who made me realize this? Was Richard Simmons. There's a good Richard Simmons podcast. It's called Missing Richard Simmons. I believe it's by, uh, is it Dan Tabersky? I think he's who does it. Forgive me if I have that name wrong, but I think he makes the podcast. Missing Richard Simmons. It's one of my favorite podcasts of all time. It's honestly a little intrusive, and there are some uh, blurry lines about the uh, uh, ethics involved in making it, perhaps. But yes, Missing Richard Simmons is a good podcast, and I heard about a documentary recently, and it it turned out to be a short TMZ documentary that was complete shit about Richard Simmons. But I remember, don't watch that documentary, by the way. If you hear about a new Richard Simmons documentary, don't watch that shit, because the one that I watched, assuming I found the right one, that thing was a piece of fucking shit. The podcast is much better. But I remember Richard Simmons from my childhood, and I remember Richard Simmons was always encouraging. He would always encourage people. He would say, you have it within you to change yourself. It was all about positivity and you know high energy and uh, positivity. That's what it was about. That was Richard Simmons. And I thought, I need to whip some of your fat asses out there into shape. But on the I Can't Complain podcast, John here, little John here, he's not so nice. He's not like Richard Simmons. So if I was going to have a short workout tape, Richard Simmons, he had sweating to the oldies. You remember Sweatin' to the Oldies? He had a lot of tapes like that. But he had one where he would play oldies music, and it was called Sweatin' to the Oldies, and they would work out to it. Well, I don't have that. But I do have something else. It's called Perspirating to a Piccolo. Let's give it a listen. Okay, grab a five-gallon bucket and some sticky notes, because you're going to need that shit. 
I want you to write all the complaints that you have about everything and everyone in your life on those sticky notes. And I want you to put those sticky notes in your buckets. And now you have a five-gallon bucket, pretty goddamn full of sticky notes if it looks anything like mine. This is what we're going to use to exercise. Are we ready? And lift. Lift, you piece of shit. You're worthless and you aren't allowed to ride elevators because you're too fat, you fatty. To honor the victims of 9-11, one thing you can do to focus during your workouts is to read the names of the victims. In between kicks is how I recommend doing it. And kick Amber Adams. And kick James Apple. Now we're going to spin our head around like in The Exorcist. We call this 360 degree exercising. I want you to lick your, start by licking your shoulders. Now with your head facing completely backwards, look down at your fat ass. And lift. Now this is a vegetable. What I have here is a vegetable. Maybe you've heard of it. Eat it. Eat it, you disgusting fat piece of shit. What an awful idea for a workout tape. If you don't turn it off because I'm yelling at you, you'll probably turn it off because you're sick and tired of hearing that piccolo in the background. God damn. I never thought I'd say it, guys, because I've railed against the elderly here on this program since day one. That's really what I opened the very first show I ever did by saying, yeah, you'll be alright as long as you never, 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 ever join a homeowner's association. And that's really, and you know, homeowner's associations, the average age of those is probably 75 years old minimum. That's basically what I was saying there. So I've railed against old people more than anybody that you probably listen to. But that's not what I'm going to do here on the show this week because I have a man, an elderly man that I'm proud of, and I have a younger generation that evidently isn't having sex and doesn't want alcohol. Generate. There's an article called Generation Swipe. It says, Tinder promised it would revolutionize romance. So why are all my peers lonelier and more sex-deprived than ever? And the conclusion of the article is, everybody's moved online and nobody's engaging in real-life sex anymore. My take on it is, it's all digital. Everything's digital. I'm going to get off online nowadays because, guess what? The real-life shit? Too much work for me. But these young kids, not only are they not banging, but they're also not drinking. There's an article that says Japan liquor business turns to non-alcoholic drinks to attract the Gen Z. These people aren't going to work anymore either. They're working digitally at home. They're having sex digitally at home. So let's play a little bit of this from Reuters. Let's go to Japan and let's find out what young people there are doing. Because I'll tell you what they're not doing. They're not drinking. Now it's just 7.8%. Manaka Okamoto is a university student. If I have to get up early and think, oh, I should hold off on drinking, but I still want to drink and want to feel like I'm drinking, then I'll go for a non-alcoholic drink when I'm drinking alone. And of course, when hanging out with friends who don't drink... I'll drink it so we can have something to toast with. The changing times Where's the peer have pressure like back in my day? Where's the peer pressure that I remember to have a nice stiff drink? Japan's These young people nowadays, they don't know how to head. peer pressure each other, summer, evidently. The country's tax office launched a contest asking for ideas. This is all going to come back around there, ladies and gentlemen. Young people. But it seems like Gen Z... May take some persuading. They're going to take some persuading, but guess what they'll be doing by the age of 38 and 39? 
You give it a good 20 years, and guess what these individuals will be doing? They'll be hitting the bottle like after Prohibition here in the United States. They'll It'll be like the roaring goddamn 20s in 20 years because they're going to be hitting the bottle like you wouldn't believe. You know why? Because it all comes back around. And no matter how hard you try to climb out of the trash, like these individuals, they're all up on their high horse right now. They're all like, I don't need sex. I don't need to have a nice stiff drink after a hard work day. Well, guess what? You might not need it now, but you'll need it in the future. And it all comes back around. And sooner or later, you'll end up back in the trash. Because there's an old man, an old man here in New Jersey Back in the United States, ladies and gentlemen. Maybe you've heard of him. Maybe you haven't. I didn't hear. I had never heard of him. Tommy Two Times. That's right. Good old Tommy Two Times. An, an old man in a New Jersey prison. Tommy Two Times had smuggled cold cuts and espresso brought into the prison for him. Cold cuts and espresso. This man one time was living the high life. He was eating steaks probably because he sounds like... I don't want to say he's in the... I don't want to say he's in the mob... But I'm gonna I'm gonna speculate that a man named Tommy two times is probably in the mob. But yes, he had a correctional officer smuggle cold cuts and espresso to him in prison. And you might say to yourself, this is a man who probably used to eat steaks. He used to enjoy steaks, and now he's eating what? Grilled cheese off the radiator, or whatever the fucking line is from Goodfellas. That's the point. No matter how high you get, you're going to end up back in the garbage. It's a good move, though. This is the best move from an elderly individual in the last year I've been doing this program. I like to bash the elderly, but good on Tommy two times for finding a way to get some cold cuts in prison. I didn't know how I was going to honor the victims of 9-11, the anniversary. I didn't know how I was going to do it this year. And I didn't want to do something insensitive. And I didn't want to do something... I didn't, Well, I thought maybe I would just read all the 3,000 names. I figured that would take a while, though, so that's probably not a good plan. And I didn't want to do something insensitive. So luckily, I don't have to do anything this year because my friend Omari sent me a news story about a Virginia restaurant that received backlash for an insensitive 9-11 menu. So luckily, my material's been provided for me this year, ladies and gentlemen. Patriot Day 2022 is come and gone, and it was a seafood Sunday at this restaurant. It might have just been a normal day to you, but at this restaurant, it was a seafood Sunday, and they had the Remember Teeny, the Never Forget Sampler. They had the Freedom Flounder. They had it all, ladies and gentlemen. They had everything that you could ever want, as long as you like seafood. I like the Never Forget Sampler. It includes one of all of these. At least one of all of these. The 2977 Chowder. The Flight 93 Redirect. That's a hot crab dip with Christini. I'm not making this up. Um, they had the first responder flatbread, the 9-11 oysters, the remember teeny, the freedom flounder, the Pentagon pie. Whew. And it's priced right at only $4. And the never forget sampler, it fed two for 50 bucks. Eats and drinks two for only 50 bucks. Two cups of the chowder, the redirect, the first responder shrimp flatbread, freedom flounder, two, two pieces, not one, two pieces of Pentagon pie. And two Remember Teeny cocktails. 
I'm glad that I didn't have to do anything insensitive on the show today to honor the victims of 9-11. I'm glad that we could just keep it classy and read this fucking flyer. Goddamn, let's get out of here. I hope everybody enjoyed themselves this week. When you're tempted to pour liquid butter over top of your popcorn, go back and listen to that workout segment. Goddammit. I'll see you next Tuesday. Bye. I wonder how much thought went into that flyer. Probably about 45 minutes. So it'll look like Flight 93 redirect. Fuck me. For the next two weeks, guys, I will be traveling. I will have new episodes on Tuesday or earlier for you, though. It might not be regular episodes, but there'll be episodes. Or whatever, whatever you want to call these. I know this is the worst podcast that you listen to. You don't have to write me about it. You don't have to tell me about it. You don't have to run up to me on the street. You don't have to tell me, hey, I listened to your podcast. That piece of shit was the worst thing I've ever heard. You don't have to tell me that. Shit, if you really want to know how bad this week's episode could have been, one of the show notes that I've written down for whatever reason, all it says is, what if we had never invented walls? I don't know what I was planning to do with that, but imagine if I had included that in the show. I guess I'm included in the show now, but let's all imagine if we had never invented walls. We'd have no ceilings. We'd be sh- we'd be bathing. Did you even have a bathtub without walls? Oh, let's not do this. I'll see you guys back here next Tuesday. Have a good week. Bye. Yes. 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 Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Um, yes. Not good. Not good.